the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Town Hall Review. That number to call. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Emery Moss. So welcome to the most bible talkingest program on radio, the Bible Talk program, where we deal with biblical studies, we deal with apologetics, we deal with systematic theology. Friends, if it's about the Bible, then you can find it here. And we welcome you, and uh, we uh, hope that you enjoy this program, and if you have questions, that you do call in. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss, still finishing up something that I covered. I want to make sure I cover it extensively, dealing with the uh, apostolic office, our apostles for today, our apostles for today. And my answer to that question would be no. There is no one today who stands in the same authority or shoes as the apostles in the New Testament, okay? Uh, That is something not to be repeated, okay? Uh, For a number of reasons. First of all, as we pointed out, they wrote inspired scripture. Yeah, New Testament, product of uh, the apostles, of the apostles' works. And the Bible, not only the Bible, but church history as well, leads us in that direction. leads us in that direction. So... All we have to do is follow what the Bible teaches on this subject, and the Bible will enlighten us indeed concerning uh, uh, apostles, what they did, and uh, who they were. All right? So our apostles for today. Our apostles for today, that is our uh, uh, subject uh, that we're dealing with, uh, that we're looking at here, and, uh, uh, and we need to look at the authority that the apostles had. They had authority, like no one uh, in the church has today. 
in terms of uh, uh, what, the, what, what they did. Well, you say, well, Pastor Moss, what are you talking about? Well, let's look over. Let's look at the Bible. That's where we find the answers. Second Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, and in chapter five, verse twenty-five. Okay? This is Second Thessalonians, chapter five, verse twenty-five, written as you know by the apostle Paul. Here's what he says: it "says Brethren, pray for us." Then verse twenty-six: "Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss." Twenty-seven, verse twenty-seven. Here we go. I charge you by the Lord. This is what Paul commanded to this church, okay, as an apostle. This is the command he gave. I charge you by the by the Lord. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle or letter be read unto all the holy brethren. Okay. Wow. He could command that. Now nobody. Writes, uh, at least I haven't received a letter recently from anybody who said, here is something you must obey, okay? Uh, who are you, okay? <laughs> the only persons who could say that were the apostles, okay? They wrote letters inspired by God, okay, to the churches, and they obeyed them because of their office. No one stands in those shoes today. We could look for... Further information on this, if we like, it's, it's in the Bible. Notice it's very important to support uh, what you teach and what we uh, believe based upon uh, the Word of God. And it's very interesting to look at the activities of the uh, uh, apostles here as we see them. And uh, it's well known. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 37, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 37, could you imagine receiving a letter like this? from uh, somebody today, okay? Look at what he writes. But Paul writes, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 37. He says, If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. But if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. Wow, okay? So here he's saying that he is writing scriptures that must be obeyed by the church. Very, very clear as we look uh, into the Word of God to see how the, uh, the position of the apostles was a very authoritative one indeed over all of the churches. So, so definitely uh, the apostles have their place, and the apostolic ministry is still with us. Where? In the Word of God, in the New Testament, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, okay? Ephesians chapter 2, and I'll read into it as well, uh, says something very interesting on this subject, right? And gives us more information about it, right? Here, Ephesians 2, 19 says this, Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and the household of God. Then verse 20. Notice what the scripture says. What Paul writes here. And are built upon. Okay. Are built upon the foundation of the apostles. The New Testament apostles and prophets. Old Testament prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. In whom are all the building fitly framed together goes into a holy temple of the Lord. Okay? So we see here that the 
Old Testament prophetic ministry and the New Testament apostolic ministry are foundational ministries. Um, and guess what? You only build a foundation once. We are built on the foundation that was laid by the prophets. The prophets of the Old Testament uh, produced the Old Testament. They produced Old Testament scripture from Moses all the way to Malachi. In fact, even in Jewish history, they acknowledged that Malachi was the last of the prophets, okay? the last of the prophets. Then the apostles, which produced the New Testament. These are the authoritative doc, uh, doc, documents for which the church is based upon. Our foundation is laid upon them. But in terms of the officers themselves, no one can stand with the same authority that the apostles had and the prophets had in the Bible. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. For any question you have or comment you want to make, might not be related to what I'm dealing with, that's all right. As long as it's about the Bible and it's a valid question, then I'll be glad to deal with it and look at it. Now, I'm not here for debate and argumentation with people. Okay, definitely. Uh, you can call if you disagree. We can share, but let's make sure that we be uh, nice to each other, okay, as we talk about it, because I'm here to teach, but definitely I'm also here uh, to hear whatever it is you have to say about the Word of God. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Give me a call if you have a question of your very own. What else was it that apostles did? What else did they do? Okay. Uh, notice in Acts chapter 14 and verse 23, it tells us, all right, in terms of the apostles, we see the kind of work that they did. In fact, Paul uh, was involved in this as well, being an, an apostle, where it says in verse 22, Acts chapter 14, verse 22, where confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Now, and also this, this is what the apostles did. It says in verse 23, and when they had ordained them elders, the apostles are the ones who appointed the elders or the pastors in the church. And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. Now, notice here, nowhere in the Bible do you see the apostles making other apostles. They didn't. What they appointed were pastors or, or bishops over the church. That's right. They recognized that their ministry was a foundational ministry doomed to have its end, okay, when uh, no longer would apostles be needed, okay, uh, once the foundation of the gospel had been laid. And that's real clear in the text. Uh, and you see it right here. They ordained, in fact, that is how the apostles spent their time, was in establishing churches that were then ruled by elders or pastors. Uh, and these were the ones, too, who responded to the letters that were written by the apostles to the churches to help keep them in order and uh, become a part of inspired scripture. So the Bible is clear on this. There are no apostles today. Now, hear me well. 
There are no apostles today who stand in the same footing as the New Testament apostles. They wrote inspired scripture. They had uh, control and authority over the churches. Uh, That's the way it was. But now pastors are in charge, and they're no longer apostles. Uh, They laid their foundation, and it was built upon. And so we need to be clear with what the Bible has to say uh, about that. Without that knowledge, uh, you have people thinking that they have authority over you because some person who called his second apostle got to group, uh, group together with the number, number of other people who called themselves apostles, and then they installed you or someone as an apostle. Sorry. Okay? Whatever kind of an apostle you are, you do not have the same authority as we see reflected in uh, the New Testament. Now, not only do we see this here, but also there's something else that we find, which is very important as well, that the early church fathers, the ones who uh, were pastors of the churches and elders in the churches at that time, okay, if the apostles were supposed to continue, then uh, why don't we see it continuing? We don't. We don't. In fact, we have historical writings from some of the early church fathers, okay? And here's what some of them said about it, okay? Clement, okay? Clement, who lived uh, 95 A.D., okay? He was uh, an elder in the church, okay? He had listened to apostles' doctrines, okay? okay? He grew up to be a leader, okay, in the Christian community, yeah? One of the church fathers, actually, the early church fathers. But this is what he said. This is what he said in 95 A.D. He said this. The apostles had perfect knowledge of church affairs, okay, and wrote under the inspiration of the Spirit. Wow. Remember the passage, 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is written by inspiration of God that, uh, that Paul wrote, okay? This is what he's acknowledging. Clement is saying in, 80, uh, in uh, 95 A.D., the apostles had perfect knowledge of church affairs and wrote under the inspiration of the Spirit. Clement didn't say, even though he wrote letters, he never said that his letters were written under the inspiration of the Spirit because that was only given to the apostles who produced the New Testament and the prophets who wrote and produced the Old Testament. Okay? Very clear, and this is uh, the testimony of church history dealing with the apostles. Let's go further than that. Another guy, you can look these guys up. You can uh, do it on your phone. You might have uh, books at your house that can help you. Uh, You look up the early church fathers. Here's another guy, Ignatius of Antioch, okay, lived uh, between A.D. 107 and 117 A.D., right? That was uh, Ignatius, okay, of Antioch. Here's what he said. Here is, listen to this, very important, to let you see uh, that there were apostles, but that the order of the apostles ended, okay? First, we had our biblical testimony to it. Now, let's look at the historical testimony that shows that the apostles uh, 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 came to an end, in a sense, because Ignatius writes this way, A.D. 107. He says, I do not issue commands as Peter and Paul. His early church father, he says, I do not issue commands as Peter and Paul. What he meant was, I cannot issue commands with the same authority that they have, okay? 
Why? Why? He tells you why. Okay? He says, I do not issue commands as Peter and Paul because they were apostles. Okay? And he admitted he was not. Okay? Yeah. Okay? The time to be apostles ended uh, here in the first century. It didn't continue. And it wasn't meant to come back later. Okay? It had its day. The foundation was established. Uh, and thereby, we move on. Some do, but still some are trying to claim that they are still apostles today. Okay? Amazing. Amazing. We're not done yet. Another historical early church father, okay, and many of these people I'm reading to you, Clement, Ignatius, Polycarp, they knew the apostles. They knew them. Okay? Uh, and they continued the church, but they were elders in the church, not apostles. Okay? Uh, here is what Polycarp says. A.D. 118 to 155, Polycarp, P-O-L-Y, in case some of you are writing all this great information down, P-O-L-Y-C-A-R-P, 118 A.D., he he quoted half the books of the New Testament. Yeah, this guy, in his writings, in the letters that Polycarp wrote, they were just theological letters, they weren't scripture, but definitely a lot of good instruction could come from them, but he quoted uh, he quoted half of the books of the New Testament, and he said, here was his testimony. He said, the apostles had the same authority as the prophets. <laughs> in other words, what's he saying? The same thing we already saw in Second Peter chapter 3. Okay? He said, the apostles had the same authority as the prophets. That is to write inspired scripture. What else did he say? We're going to take a break and come right back. Todd Chapman with Food for the Poor. We're making great progress in our effort to free kids from the ravages of poverty by giving them food for a year and water for life. Just click the Give Life banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. Listen to this sweet girl I met in Guatemala. Why is she crying? I am crying because I'm hungry. Because today we haven't had any food. ¿Cuándo fue la última vez que comiste y qué comiste? Yesterday we only had some boiled water. Evelyn was 11, starving, scared, when I met her. But just a few weeks later, she was no longer crying. She was happy and healthy, eating every day, finally going to school because someone like you responded to her cries for help. There are more children like Evelyn who need your help now. How many kids can you rescue? Call 855-849-4673, 855-849-4673, or click the Give Life banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act License Number 4131083. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Or visit CashCallMortgage.com. Are you being denied a home loan or refi because you're a 1099 employee, self-employed, or a real estate investor? It can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Thanks to Cash Call Mortgage. At Cash Call Mortgage, we'll take the time to understand you and your income flow. Using 1099 income, rental income, and bank statements, you could qualify for a home mortgage or refi at a lower rate. So if you're being turned down for a home loan or refi because you're self-employed, a 1099 earner, or a real estate investor, instead of hearing denied, you could be hearing approved. To see if you qualify, visit cashcallmortgage.com or call now, 800-931-6651. 
That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again with his My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop My Slippers. He's designed them to wear inside and outside all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike's offering 50% off his My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family. Go to MyPillow.com and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And as I understand it, Lucinda is on the line. How are you doing, Lucinda? Yes, I'm good. How are you doing? Lucinda, I'm doing good. Uh, Nobody wants to know more about that Bible than you. So I I, I know sooner or later, (laughs) you might miss a day or two, but you're on the call. In fact, you yeah, just came yeah, out of the prophecy class that we're teaching, and now you're here on radio. Yes, I'm telling you, you, you just, I'm just hungry, and you're just feeding, feeding us. And I appreciate uh, your teachings on the apostles. It's really been an eye-opener for me in this last year since I've been under your ministry. But I wanted to ask you a question about atonement and uh, the two views of redemption, uh, uh, the, the first view, the particular uh, view or, or particular redemption, my understanding is that uh, the people who side with that thought, their position is that Jesus died for, like, uh, the elect or uh, uh, the she- for his sheep. For example, in John 10, 11, and 15, just for example, and the, this is my understanding. That's why I'm calling you to help me. Uh, general redemption, the thought is that Jesus died for uh, everyone. He died for everyone who, who sinned because he came to take away the sins of the world. And I'm referencing First John 2, 2. But here's my uh, dilemma, and if you can help me reconcile this. I am on the side of the general redemption thought, but then the scripture that says in Matthew 24, 22, and except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. I'm just trying to uh, reconcile that scripture with, with my thought, being that I'm on the uh, general redemption side. Can you help me? <laughs> I know you can. Well, what I'm asking is you're asking a question dealing uh, that gets into the whole subject of uh, uh, understanding what predestination is. And, uh, Sounds like that's kind of where you're at, right? Yes. How do we, how do we define predestination? Okay. Uh, and it's deep because what happens is definitely it says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, uh, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy 
uh, and without blame before him, in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Okay? So we know then that uh, definitely uh, Jesus Christ chose before the foundation of the world who would be his and who would not be his. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's very clear. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. the bottom line is, um, uh, even though that's so, still anybody who uh, was not elected was somebody who chose not to be. In other words, because uh, he's telling you what he knows. He never, God never made you to be that way. Okay? So in other words, uh, nobody can say, well, the reason I, well, he already knew what I was going to do. Uh, well, he knew, but still you are the one who did it. Okay? It's because he knew what you were going to choose. Does that mean that God is on the hook for making you that way? Same way with the devil. He created an angel. That was uh, an angel in heaven. Perfect. Right. Okay. This angel okay. made his own choice to turn away. Uh, so uh, God knew it, but it's not God who caused it. Now, what happens also is there is a passage, Lucinda, that mm-hmm. shows us how the two work together. And that's what's okay. uh, I mean, in most cases, Lucinda, as I pointed out in, in many classes, usually the Bible. Uh, if we read it enough, explains stuff in there that looks like it's difficult. If we go to the book of Acts, okay, very, very interesting, how both the concepts of election and predestination uh, also allow for free will. Notice here in uh, Acts chapter 2 where it says, we'll we'll read into this a little, Uh, Acts chapter 2 and verse 20 where we see it says, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord comes. Then verse 21, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Okay? Okay. So, so in other words, everybody can call on it just because God knew what you used to do doesn't mean that he made you do it, right? Okay? In, in, uh, verse 22, it says, you men of Israel... Hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves know. Now, verse 23, very interesting. Now, it's talking about Jesus and his crucifixion here. And it says in verse 23, him being delivered. It's an amazing verse. It puts together election and uh, personal responsibility here in Acts 2.23. It's awesome where it says, him being delivered, that him is Jesus, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, okay? God determined it. God foreknew everything that was going to happen. That didn't mean he made you do it, but he foreknew. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and with wicked hands have crucified and slain, okay? So... If, if they had wicked hands, then they had to choose to do it, didn't they? Yes. Yes, Just because yes. he knew they were going to, he's not responsible for making them do it, okay? Then some people on that side are, well, well why would God um, uh, let something like that happen? God mm-hmm. allows people free will, okay? Yes. That is yes. where sin, where sin comes from.
come and everything, uh, but he's provided eternal life for those who serve him. So even though we can be the, uh, the result behind somebody's free will, uh, we got a great escape plan. We're going to be in heaven with resurrected new bodies. Okay. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And we kind of like, uh, I think today's uh, uh, lesson in Bible study, we kind of like talked along those lines. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, my, my view, of course, is that uh, God died for everyone, but everybody is not, in other words, is open to everyone, but God does not control who decides to accept his uh, invitation or not. You have to make and remember, that decision. If there is yeah. no, ch- if there is no choice, there is no love. You have to yeah. choose love. Yeah. It has to be a yeah. choice. Yeah. To, you yeah. wouldn't be a human being. You'd be a robot. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. Thank, thank, thank you. you very much. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Appreciate that call from Lucinda and the call from interview. Give us a call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. A lot of uh, questions that need to be dealt with, uh, and if we have to look at uh, Calvinism and, and stuff of that nature, that's all a part of it, right, in terms of dealing with the Word of God and what it says. Now, those of you who are listening, and you see what Lucinda did, she called, she got off the topic, doesn't matter. As long as we're talking about the Bible, we're doing what we're supposed to do. The name of the program is Bible Talk. So if you've got a question, a legitimate question, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I've just been trying to demonstrate to you clearly, as clearly as I could, that there are no apostles for today. Okay? Uh, so definitely, if there are people calling themselves apostles, okay, they can do that, but still, they're not apostles like the apostles in the New Testament. Uh, they do not have authority over all the churches. They can't write Scripture uh, and then put it in the Bible and, you know, have you and I say it's Scripture. They can't do that. That is done. They laid the foundation, and we built upon it. Okay? That's what we do. Okay? So we have apostles, in a sense, in the apostolic writings. And even the early church fathers, the guys I'm quoting, talked about it, right? We left off with Polycarp, 155. He quoted half the books uh, of the New Testament and said the apostles had the same authority as the prophets. What we read in 2 Corinthians 3, uh, he said he did not have the wisdom that Paul had, right? He admitted he did not have the wisdom Paul had. Paul was an apostle and he was not. The Muratorian Canon, okay? which was a list of, um, of all of the scriptures, of the books that should be in the, in the Bible, in the New Testament, the Muratorian Canon, accepted no new writings to add to the Gospels after the death of the apostles. That's right. There were things that the early church fathers wrote, but they never became a part of scripture because the early church fathers were not apostles. They just weren't. Okay? That's what you find if you look up the Muratorian Canon. M-U-R-A-T-O-R-I-A-N. They accepted no new writings to add to the Gospels after the death of the Apostles. So in this document, um, uh, finished by the 8th century A.D., and uh, uh, definitely nothing was added to the Gospels because they were unique and that they were produced by the Apostles, uh, the Old Testament, produced by the prophets. That's why the Apocryphal books, which we'll talk about uh, sometime, also, 
uh, should not be read as if they're inspired scripture. They might have some in, uh, some important history in it, but they are not uh, to be added to the canon of scripture. All right? Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. And uh, anything you study always opens the door for other stuff that you need to study, isn't it? That's the way it goes. And to be honest with you, uh, I really feel for Sunday school teachers, having been one myself, uh, because you go there with your lesson, but you find out that the students in there, they're not just satisfied with the lesson you're teaching. They have all kinds of questions, right? So, so unless you have a working knowledge of Scripture, uh, uh, it can be kind of difficult dealing with the question and answer series uh, in a uh, Bible study that you're teaching. And that's one of the uh, purposes of um, the Bible Talk program is to help you with just that. So if you have any questions that you want to ask about the Bible, just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, and it's very important for us to realize what I am just amazed of. I am someone who loves uh, apologetics and proofs of the Bible's historicity, uh, uh, historical finds, all that kind of stuff. I love it. It's great. But at the same time, even the in internal testimony of the Bible itself is absolutely amazing what the Bible says okay. and how we see the consistency in it. The Bible even answers the questions in terms of how do we know that the uh, books here were put together right, okay? that the prophets did indeed write the prophetic books and things of this nature. Well, one thing we have in the Bible for sure, just as we saw where Paul's writings were scripture, right, where he said himself, the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord, we know that the New Testament was organized, okay, and that they just, just didn't throw books together and then say that they were inspired or things of that nature. We get that from Ezekiel chapter 13. Man, very, very powerful chapter. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. If you're on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss in Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 1. Look what it says. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel that prophesy, and say unto them that prophesy out of their own hearts. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yes. Even today, there are people who prophesy out of their own hearts. God did not tell them a single thing. Okay? They just make it up. Okay? They just feel inspired. And they have nerve enough to say, thus saith the Lord behind their words. Be careful of false prophets in the church who are trying to impress you, okay, to make you think, uh, think uh, of them as something that they're not, right? Here, Ezekiel 13 and 1, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel that prophesy, and say unto them that prophesy out of their own hearts, Hear you the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Okay? So he talks about it. 
He says, O Israel, thy prophets are like the foxes in the deserts. And we've got a lot of foxes in the church that are saying they're prophets that are not telling people that they're going to live, and those people don't live because God never told them that. They're doing it just to get attention. You'd be surprised at the things that happen. But God is aware of it. And in Ezekiel chapter 13 and verse 6, this is what it says. They have seen vanity and lying divination, saying the Lord says. And I want to tell you something. The worst, one of the worst things you can do is to say the Lord said. Now, listen, I have no problem with I feel the Lord is leading me. I feel the Lord is guiding me. Okay? That's fine. Okay, because that's what I feel, and that feeling could be correct. But when you say that God said and told me to say this, you better be sure you're hearing from God. Okay, He says that there are those, Ezekiel 13 and 6, that have seen vanity and lying divination. Oh, it was, a, it was a divination, all right, but it was lying. It was not from Jesus Christ, not from God. It was from the occult world. They have seen vanity and lying divination, saying, the Lord said. Okay? And that's what you hear people saying a lot. The Lord told me this. The Lord told me that. Okay? And in the Bible, what's interesting, the Bible predicted that this would happen before it did. Okay? They have seen vanity and lying, divination. The Lord saith, and the Lord hath not sent them. There are some, as one preacher said, that just went and were not sent. Okay? The Lord, the Lord saith, and the Lord hath not sent them. And they have made others to hope that they would confirm the word. Verse 7, have you not seen a vain vision, and have you not spoken a lying divination, whereof, whereas you say, the Lord saith it, albeit I have not spoken. <laughs> yeah, they say the Lord said it, but God says I have not spoken. Then, therefore saith the Lord, God, because you have spoken vanity and seen lies. Okay, yeah, they saw something. But what they saw wasn't the truth, it was lies. Therefore, behold, I am against you, says the Lord God. And a false prophet, God is always against them, okay? False prophets and teachings in the church today, God is against them, okay? Heed the warning. Do not yield in to things that are outside of the word of God. Notice, I am against you, here in verse 8, Ezekiel 13 and 8, okay? Uh, he says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, because you have spoken vanity and seen lies, therefore, behold, I am against you, saith the Lord God. And mine hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity and that divine lies. They shall not be in the assembly of my people. Okay? Right? Notice this. They shouldn't be in the assembly. And also this. Neither shall they be written in the writings of the house of Israel. Okay? The prophets. And Ezekiel is referring to that. He's a, he's a prophet himself that they were to make sure that the only documents that became Scripture, okay, were the ones that were actually God's Word, okay? That's what it says here, okay? We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Detroit Mercy Basketball is back, and you can catch the action all season long right here. Listen to the Titans as they battle some of the nation's best teams in the always-challenging Horizon League. The program that has produced over 20 players who have been drafted or played in the NBA has five players who have won an NBA title. One of the 50 greatest players in NBA history and an Olympian is right here on WLQB, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit, your new home for Titans basketball. God's design for gender, marriage, and sexuality is a beautiful design. 
Sean McDowell wonders, do our kids know that? Kids will not really sacrifice following their feelings and urges until they have a bigger vision of what marriage and relationships should be like. Helping our children embrace God's design for love, marriage, and sex. Next time on Family Life Today with Dave and Ann Wilson. Listen for Family Life Today, weekday mornings at 7.30. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start initiative. One of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands. And nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. And they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Pat Boone here for the folks at Swiss America. Rock-solid foundations are vital in life, in business, and in finance because, in the end, only what we've built on a firm foundation will withstand the storms of life. Today, the economic storms are raging, and the foundations of everything are being tested. The world economy has never looked shakier, and gold, the world's oldest and most trusted form of money, is also grabbing headlines. Now is the time to put your future on a rock-solid foundation. Swiss America will help you create an indestructible asset today. Discover the timeless truth about gold and silver by calling Swiss America or visiting online at SwissAmerica.com. 800-978-3908-800-978-3908-800-978-3908. Once again, that's 800-978-3908. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We've got Aunt Annie and Gloria on the line. Uh, Gloria, you hang on. Going to go to Annie first. Hello, Annie. What's on your mind? I have a question about speaking in tongues. Okay. I have a friend who criticized me because I decided that I realized what the scripture states, that if you ask, you will be given that gift. But I have not been gifted with that. And the friend, for lack of a better term, basically said you weren't asking the right way. So do you have any type of other um, scriptures to support those who have not been gifted with speaking in time? Well, the fact is, the Bible says that all do not speak in tongues. That's, that's what you need to hear. And the Bible is very clear about that. Uh, Paul writes about that. In uh, uh, Corinthians, okay, that, uh, you know, God gives the gifts according to his will, uh, and everybody doesn't get the gifts of tongues. Over here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it's very clear, okay, where it says at verse 30, okay, it says, have all the gifts of healing, 
The answer to the question is no. Got a question right behind it here. Do all speak with tongues? Okay? Question mark. Because they don't. Do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. So the Bible says that some people don't speak in tongues at all. So nothing in the Bible says that you have to speak in tongues. God gives the gifts according to his will. You can ask for them, but, uh, but you will get the gifts that God decides to give you. So there, there, he was mistaken because he was quoting the scripture that states if you ask, you will get the gift of speaking with tongues if you ask. And I'm not sure where that passage is. Well, right. No, but there's nothing that says if you ask, you will get the gift of tongues. Okay. What I read to you is straight from the Bible. I'm looking right at my Bible now, First Corinthians 12 and 30. Okay. Have all the gifts of healing. No. Okay. But even though you don't have the gift of healing, God may heal someone to you. But and then do all speak with tongues? Question mark. Because all don't. Okay. Do all interpret? What it says is. But covet earnestly the best gifts. Okay? So covet the best, gift, the best gifts, and God will give you the ones he wants you to have. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling. Appreciate your call. Yeah. And we're going to go to Gloria. How are you doing, Gloria? Hello. Yes. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? I sure can. Oh, good. Great, great, great. My question is, are women elders? Uh, can women be elders? Yes. Yeah, no, elders really is a male term. It should not be used for women. But women can be in ministry. Women can be evangelists. Women can preach. Okay. They shouldn't be uh, pastors, though, uh, and they shouldn't be elders. I didn't think. I didn't think so. That's just just ain't working in my mind that a woman should be an elder because I I notice mostly all elders are mentioned as being a male husband or one wife and stuff like that. Yeah, in the and scriptures I, that. Yeah, in the scriptures, but they were very powerful. Philip had daughters that prophesied. We know of Huldah, the prophetess in the Old Testament. Miriam was a prophetess. Okay, so they were so definitely yeah. women can be in ministry. But there's certain positions that are reserved for men. Okay. And one more question. I would like to ask, and I'll be pooped. Can you, I hear people say, can you name uh, name something into existence? Maybe I'm not saying it right. Call something into existence as though it was not. Okay. Calling things that are not as though they were, right? That's it. Yes. Good question. The answer to that question is this. Absolutely no. I'm so glad you called. Hopefully this helps a number of people. You cannot. You cannot call things that are not as though they are. You can't. The only person who can do that is God. That's the only one. Now, what I said means nothing, nothing at all, unless I can demonstrate it in the Bible. Okay? That's what it's about. The reason why people don't give good answers is their answers don't come from Scripture. Okay? Mine does. Romans chapter 4. This is the scripture that is usually uh, used by those in the word faith movement to teach that you can speak things into existence. But when you look at what it says in Romans chapter 4 and mm -hmm. verse 16 to 17, it's really clear. 
where it says, in fact, all we got to do, yeah, let's look at 16. We'll look at both of them. Where it says in Romans chapter 4, verse 16, Therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. So you see here in verse uh, 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 Romans 4 and 16, it's talking about Abraham, the faith of Abraham, mm -hmm. who is the father of us all. Then it says in verse 17, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, it's talking about Abraham, before him mm -hmm. whom he believed, even God who quickens the dead. Now, let me mm -hmm. ask you this question. It's just facetious, facetiously asked. Okay. Can you okay. bring life to the dead, sis? No. No, you sure can't. I would have hung up this phone if you said no. you could. It says, even no. God who gives life to the dead, God is the only one who can give life to the dead. And then it says, and calls those things which be not as though they were. Only God can do that as well. Okay? So God is the Thank only you. one. Are they yeah. pardon? That's all right. I'm listening. Yeah. So you can see in the Bible, the only one who can call things that are not as though they are is God, almighty God. One of the biggest errors of the so-called confession movement or word faith movement is they're trying to mm -hmm. tell you that you're a little God and you're not. And then mm -hmm. over in Lamentations in chapter 3, mm -hmm. in verse 37, it's even more plainer where here the prophet says, God's inspiring him to write this. This is Lamentations 3, 37. Mm -hmm. Lamentations 3, mm -hmm. 37. It says, who mm -hmm. is he that says, says something, or who is he that saith, and it comes to pass mm -hmm. when the Lord commands it not? My, my, my. Does that help you? I thank you. Yes, and I thank you so much. And tell Mary, hi, be blessed. Okay, God bless you. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Todd Chapman with Food for the Poor. We're making great progress in our effort to free kids from the ravages of poverty by giving them food for a year and water for life. Just click the Give Life banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. Listen to this sweet girl I met in Guatemala. Why is she crying? I'm crying because I'm hungry. ¿Por qué tienes hambre? Because today we haven't had any food. ¿Cuándo fue la última vez que comiste y qué comiste? Yesterday, we only had some boiled water. Evelyn was 11, starving, scared, when I met her. But just a few weeks later, she was no longer crying. She was happy and healthy, eating every day, finally going to school because someone like you responded to her cries for help. There are more children like Evelyn who need your help now. How many kids can you rescue? Call 855-849-4673, 855-849-4673, or click the Give Life banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again with his My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop My Slippers. He's designed them to wear inside and outside all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike's offering 50% off his My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family. Go to MyPillow.com and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-531-1550. 800-531-1550. 800-531-1550. That's 800-531-1550. I surely hope that those of you listening have enjoyed this program uh, tonight. We've got a little time left. Uh, definitely appreciate your listenership and would appreciate it if you could support us with offerings. Send those donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. They will help us very much. Uh, and in closing, we need to be careful. Uh, of uh, making sure that we examine everything by the Word of God. Yeah, yes, uh, there's, it's, it's possible. Uh, in fact, it can happen where God can give you a prophetic utterance. That doesn't make you a prophet and then write it down in the, in the Bible or something. But God can reveal things to you if he wants. He can reveal things to you through dreams. But everything has to be tested by God. Notice over in Acts chapter 2, uh, where it talks about uh, what we call the charismatic gifts, right? Here in verse 17, it says, Acts 2, 17, And it shall come to pass in the last days, said God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Okay? Uh, and then in terms of women uh, being able to speak uh, in the church and speak to people, verse uh, 16, uh, I'm sorry, verse 18 Acts 2.18 says, And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Uh, so definitely uh, uh, women can speak in the church, and God can give them uh, 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 blessed things to say and uh, things that they can speak to our life. That's true. And also, yes, God can reveal things to you in dreams, but be careful. Every dream is not from God. Every dream you dream is not from God. Don't try to turn it into some kind of revelation when it's not. Why? Because the Bible is real clear, okay? It says in Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1, if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and gives thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign of the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, let us go after other gods. Look at this test. It's a hard one where someone says something and it comes to pass. You say, wow. So you got that in a dream, right? You got that in a dream, and it came to pass, and you say, wow, that must be of God. But then the person said that the God Totohuma, <laughs> and I just made that up, told you that, okay? Not the God of the Bible, okay? Where he says, let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or dreamer of dreams. 
even if something comes to pass. you got to make sure that the source is God and not the demonic, because the devil has limited predictive powers, nothing like God's. But there's a lot of things he sees and can tell you about. Don't be fooled by him. Verse 3, thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proves you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So there's things and ways we're allowed to be tested to find out something, and that's to find out whether we are making sure that everything that we believe comes from the Word of God. Friends, that's where it's got to come from. That's why I loved it when I was at William Tyndale College, my old altar martyr, where they said the Word of God, nothing else, nothing less, okay? And then also, I loved Ashland Theological Seminary as well, okay, where uh, they were dealing with the Bible, uh, uh, biblical studies, the languages. It must be the Bible. The Bible is the authority in the Christian faith. You can believe whatever you want, but the only thing you're going to encounter in heaven is not Buddhist writings, not Hinduism, not Jehovah Witness literature. You're going to be dealing with the Bible, okay? You and I will be judged by what's in God's holy book. You want God to speak to you? He already is, every day, in the Bible. Read it, won't you? Okay. And if you have questions, make sure you uh, pray and talk to people who can answer your questions. And I will always do the best I can to uh, be someone who handles the Word of God. If ever you come and see me preaching without a Bible, I'm sick. Pray for me. All right. This is Pastor Mark saying God bless you. See you next time. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.